Hi dancers, dance moms, and dads, and dance educators. Welcome to Be On Point. I'm your host, Melissa Kraushorn. My background in dance includes working with summer programs at Boston Ballet, Central Pennsylvania Youth Ballet, Miami City Ballet, San Francisco Ballet, the Joyce Theater's Dance Education Program, Freed of London, and Penn State Center for the Performing Arts. I'm passionate about providing young dancers and their parents with resources and tools to create the career they want and love in dance. You can learn more at my website, www.mcmovement.com, or connect via Instagram or Facebook. Please take a moment to give Beyond Point a like and a review and share with a friend. Enjoy. Mr. Pedro, as his dancers call him, holds space near to my heart as he became artistic director of Southwest Virginia Ballet, my former dance studio. A native of Venezuela, he performed with New York Dance Theater and with Richmond Ballet. He coached, taught, and choreographed for the School of Richmond Ballet, Chesterfield Ballet School, and Wheelchair Miss Richmond. For 14 years, he worked with the Minds in Motion program in Richmond, Charlottesville, Martinsville, Salem, and Roanoke City Schools. Beginning in 2012, he developed Dance Espanol for fourth graders in public schools. In 2013, he created a ballet program for Roanoke City Middle Schools. He has brought Southwest Virginia Ballet to be recognized locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally. In 2009, he was awarded the Perry F. Kendig Award for Outstanding Performing Artist. In 2017, he received the Brandsau Award in recognition of exceptional dedication and service to the Virginia Museum community. He is a resident artist for Carillion Clinic Healing Arts Programs. He is a board member of Thursday Morning Music Club as dance chairman of Footnotes and Roanoke City Public School Education Foundation. Currently, Mr. Pedro and Southwest Virginia Ballet are preparing for the televised version of their Nutcracker via Blue Ridge PBS on December 11th and 13th. He inspires dancers and educators to always explore, create, and unite through movement. Here is his story. Pedro, what is your current creative challenge? It's about, you know, to trying to keep our form, our students engaged in these hard times and to trying to see the positive side of this epidemic, you know, to trying to engage the collaboration and the positive attitude to keep their what they love to do, the joy of dance. And what are three things it is important for you to possess as a dance educator and director? First of all, positive attitude. Love what you do a hundred thousand percent and collaboration and communication. And how do you see those three strengths play out in your work today? It is very important because uh, that's what's keeping me going when everything shut down in March. It is like, and before that, because always I believe in one thought about building something is to work together. We are not able to do it for ourselves. And it's very important to get collaborations to go through these hard times with people there in the same situation like us and we're able to accomplish more things together for the positive for our community for our dancers and what is a favorite exercise for you to teach a new or young student in dance you know one of the seven movements you know is the bend the plie and what do you enjoy teaching about that to a new student? It's about how we're able to carry ourselves in life and how we're able to stand in our feet carefully. And we, that will take her for, for a long time. How do you encourage and motivate your dancers? To really respect each other's 
And when they come to the studio, when they're coming from the front uh, front door, to carry themselves who they are and be very proud. And when they're coming to the inside the studio, is you know to respect the etiquette like we have in our classical repertoire, you know, in our school. Let's focus more deeply into your current work. What has been significant about? your journey and your current role with the school and company. So you remember Southwest Virginia Ballet, this year is the third anniversary. And like you remember uh, mm-hmm. when uh, Miss Pulse had it, um, they had it together with the school and company. When I mm-hmm. took over uh, 14 years ago, because if you read the vision and mission of the organization, it was you can take dancers from different area schools. And that's what the board really support me to do. So we have the school and com- the company don't have a school. So we take dancers from different areas. We have dancers coming all the way from Charlottesville, from mm-hmm. Galax, Virginia. We have, uh, in the past, we have a, a dancer coming from West Virginia. And wow. uh, yeah, it's incredible how we able to touch these dancers they want to you know, pursue a, a dance career or to have a professional experience with the production. It's really, it's really delightful to to follow the, the footstep of Miss Pose to trying to reinforce this beautiful art form to to these dancers and the quality, not about quantities, you know, quality wise to pursue this not for you know, for their career, if they want to pursue as a dancer, so, you know, as a human being, because for the management, their time and how to give the skill, how to represent themselves out there in the in the workforce. Because, you know, we have like you, you know, we have so many dancers out there, you know, they are doctors, the architects, the lawyers came through the school, came through the company. And they're very successful out there. And, um, and I want to keep that um, legacy to keep going forward. And if this is not for my glory. This is for the dancers go through the school and they have this beautiful opportunity to be uh, able to touch them and guide them. And what was the process like for you? transitioning to Roanoke, Virginia and beginning to lead this company? You know, it was it was great because I don't know if you remember Joseph Redwine. He was mm-hmm. um, he was apprentice in Richmond Valley. That how he introduced me to Miss Post and mm. um, that small world. And yeah. um, and I was going to retire early from Richmond Valley. But that year, uh, the artistic director asked me to stay for two more years because that was the year they were going to the Joyce Theater the first time. But mm-hmm. I came to Roanoke to do a master class and, uh, and talk to the board. And, you know, and they know I was coming up here because I was doing the program for, this, for the school system with uh, Minds in Motion with Richmond Valley. Mm-hmm. So after two years, on 2005-06, when I came here, I was doing the school and I was doing, you know, small productions for the company. And I was co-artistic director with uh, Miss Pose until that first nutcracker. And she said, Pedro, it's all yours. <laughs> and I said, okay. And um, 
for the week, everything we started um, to develop, you know, and financial stability, a background for costumes, you know, uh, mm -hmm. a data to make sure we have everything, alumni data too, to make sure we able to keep in touch with people. And it's, you know, it's a volunteer organization and still mm -hmm. volunteer organization, except now we have, of course, a pay artistic director and executive director paid. And for the rest of the people is volunteer still parents and community members to help us to make this happen. Costumes and things like that. Remember Miss Long? Yeah, mm -hmm. she's still some making costumes for us. And you know, Jordan wow. is dancing as a soloist in Miami City Ballet. You know, it's all these wonderful people that still keep in touch with us, former parents and dancers that are coming back and help us. So that's the transition that was, you know, it is wonderful the experience and I'm keep still learning. I'm, I never stop learning. And um, <laughs> because we need to go through life and to see what's the best for the community, what's the best for the dancers, you know, the mentality to not only teach the dancers, you know, the parents, you know, this is an art form. You can live with it, you know, but of course right. this is a hard time now because, you know, everything is closed, but you know, we guide them to colleges, to dance programs or company to audition for companies. And, you know, it's wonderful to share this passion, what I have for, for dance to all the people and not only the dancers, you know, the community and the parents. Let's go even farther back in time. <laughs> what, what did your early dance training look like? And what of those influences have you retained as a teacher? Um, first of all, one of the things I have from my hometown, La Guaira, Venezuela, from um, my home, uh, the, uh, the school, dance school, um, these two wonderful sisters, they had a dance school in their garage. They, the parents built uh, two dance studios uh, for them. The name of the studio is called Candy Jazz. What, uh, they were more commercial dancers, but she always say, I will never teach ballet because I learn it, but I cannot teach it because I don't know the pedagogy. She always mm. bring a, a dancer, a teacher, sorry, uh, from the capital, from Caracas. It was an hour, an hour and a half away. And uh, she picked her up and drove her back to the capital every Thursday. And uh, when Laura Prieto came and saw me dancing, and my parents, they're very encouraging and they were very supportive of dancing. When I graduated from high school, she said, you need to come to the Capitol because I'm going to introduce to the ballet school. And, you know, when they see, oh, a guy's coming to take a ballet class, you know, it's like, oh, miracle. <laughs> and um, <laughs> because the mentality, you know, uh, you know, we had a lot of bullying and things like that because the macho mentality. But uh, I was never care about it you know keep my life going because I love what I do and my now my other teacher Vladimir Saev now he's in Miami he kind of put me under her under his wings and introduced me to the National Ballet of Caracas school and that's what's my story I went to dance professionally with the company and I travel around the world with them because that was the good time in Venezuela uh, the government that was very supportive, but I decide to uh, broaden myself a little bit more and uh, to have experience. Mm -hmm. 
and I came to New York and uh, I danced with New York's dance theater in Long Island. And uh, mm-hmm. I took classes with a Madame Darvash and she said, you need to stay in U.S. You don't need to go back to Venezuela. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, but she found me the job in New York Dance Theater with Frank Ullman. Uh, he was a former dancer from New York City Ballet, had a great experience there. I learned um, I met a lot of friends uh, from the New York City Ballet there. And but they, her um, his coach, he was a former dancer from Richmond Ballet. And she mm. mentioned something to Stoner, say, we, we have a guy up here. It's very, you know, come and audition. Tell him to, to come. So uh, Richmond Ballet was in New York for audition uh, with the old studios of um, Elio Felt Studios in New York. It was freezing, mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> and Jerry Schrender, and they came to see the class and they offered me to come to the summer. And, uh, and that was the story uh, from that summer intensive. Uh, they offered me uh, a position and, you know, I danced with them for 10 years and I, I worked for them totally 16 because I was doing the education program after that. But it's like wonderful. And still I have such a good relationship with Stoner. If I have any question or she has any question, you know, we keep in touch and mm-hmm. all the time they come to ma- do master classes. So I'm sending dancers over there for mm-hmm. summer intensive or for traineeship and things like that. So you always need to keep the bridges open for anything around the world, mm-hmm. especially, you know, with this epidemic, going back to the, the COVID, um, the relationship mm-hmm. I have from the past, from when I studied, I studied in um, Venezuela. You know, the dancers here in Southwest Virginia, they had the, possi- uh, the opportunity to take master classes on Saturdays with people in France, in Spain, in Venezuela, mm-hmm. and uh, they took class with Julio Boca. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's wonderful, you know, and with former dancers, jo- Jordan taught a class. So it was wonderful to, to reconnect with all these people from the past what a wonderful network yeah um to be involved in let's talk a little bit about your education work that you began exploring at richmond ballet what that involved for you and how that's shaping how you are doing your education work today with your company and school the education program you know minds in motion you know jacques dambois created this program in the intercity schools in new york city and I was, uh, was mm-hmm. when they started program in Richmond Valley, I was part of it to learn it together and taught in the intercity schools in Richmond. And, the, you know, and when mm-hmm. I said, you know, when I retired, I'm going to do this because I love to see the faces of the kids and, and, and to show them how beautiful we are able to work together and how to interact. We don't care about the race, um, the religion, the social need nothing it is we work together and uh and for mm-hmm. what for the dance and how dance is so important for the education part of it they will help you to develop the brain you know with music and art you know so i keep doing mm-hmm. that i was working you know once a week sometimes going to the school the same time i was dancing helping uh mm-hmm. like, a, like a traineeship going for with them and afterwards i had one school and when I retired, when I came to, to Roanoke, I had four schools here in Roanoke and four schools in Martinsville, Virginia. 
stay because he was mm. only 45 minutes an hour away from, from Roanoke, where's Martinsville down south. And it's so important for the community to have this engagement for the arts. So I did it for six years. And afterwards, um, it was a little bit change of management, of uh, artistic management down in Richmond with the education department. And I decided to, to leave and but I asked them permission to um, to create my own program because the, uh, here in, in the Roanoke City Public Schools, the superintendent in that time, Dr. Rita Bishop, asked me to say, Pedro, why you not create your program? But, you know, I have such a, such a great syllabus, you know, such a good base. So I created called Dance Español. Dance Español, I teach Spanish to dance, the initiation of mm. Spanish language, because, you know, my first, really my first language is Hungarian because my both parents, but uh, my second language is the Spanish. And um, so that was kind of incentive to teach these kids to, you know, to learn other language or to be proud the language they speak. So don't be shy mm-hmm. and don't be embarrassed of what your culture from, you know? So that is um, mm-hmm. such a, a, important to uh, really teach one of my um, subjects is about to respect your culture and, you know, preserve it and, you know, share that with people. And one of the things, the dance espanol, and I, I introduced with the SOLs because the standing learning, and mm-hmm. I, I reinforced what the teachers teach in class, especially fourth graders. And what mm-hmm. I did, I worked together with local museums. You know, my first year, I worked with a transportation museum. I worked with a Virginia History Museum, or with the uh, Owen Winston Link. Uh, I worked with a science museum, with a Tubman Museum. It is it is so important that the kids see the collaboration and the opportunity for them to go to these places to do it. Um, I work with the Water Authority too because about science. Mm-hmm. But of course, this year is different. But they're wonderful. The, the, the city school, the program, we, the great relationship I have with them. I created 10 videos, half an hour videos, so the kids can have the program. Um, and this, this year is about how their minds and their bodies able to to do it with carefulness and how to respect each other through Mm. the art. We'll pivot a little bit here. What are you encouraging dancers to focus on as they consider a career in dance? First of all, you need to take care of your instruments, is your body, Uh, health, awareness of something, you know, hurts or things like that. You need to take care of, you know, very important. And it is a lot of sacrifice. Sometimes you cannot do weddings or funerals or social life and things like that because that's your career. That's your life. And some of them, you know, struggle with that because, you know, the the social media now, the phones and things like that, you know. But, (laughs) you know, some of them, yes, they can see that because, you know, afterwards when they go to college or things like that, I say, wow, we don't have so much time to use my phones, you know. (laughs) And I really encourage, you know, what they do, they need to do a, a thousand percent passionately. If not, don't do it if they're not doing it right. Hi, friends. Performance season, holidays, auditions, balancing academics and training can be intense. I definitely relied on caffeine to get me through some of my most stressful periods of life. But when it started to wreak havoc on my adrenal system, what helps you manage, produce energy, I went off coffee cold turkey. 
I was so happy when I found Mudwater to replace for my morning beverage. Mudwater is a coffee alternative consisting of organic ingredients lauded by cultures old and young for their health and performance benefits. With one-seventh of the caffeine of coffee, Mud gives you natural energy, focus, and more without the jitters and crash. It provides clarity, calm, and focus, which is just what I need to move through the day. Check out the link in the show notes for more information. Stay healthy and happy this holiday season. You've spoken about your strong community and volunteer support for your company and school. What does a supportive parent look like in your company and school experience? It is like the trust between each other, the honesty, the communication, the willingness to do it for everybody else, not only for their dancer. This is what I I teach. You know, we are doing this for everybody the same, not for one person. So that is, it is so supportive because from the beginning, how, Mr. Pedro, what do you need? Um, Okay, we need this and stuff for that. Uh, Oh, we know somebody here to fundraiser. Oh, we know somebody here to do marketing. And the board, you know, before, I don't know if you remember, the board was more parents. But now Mm -hmm. it is few of them because I, we build up like community because we have community members, you know, businesses, lawyers, Mm -hmm. people who works in the arts, uh, in the Virginia Blue Ridge. So it's a lot of networking Mm -hmm. because they see the value of this organization, the 30 years, all that, the value who give back to the community, not only, you know, the community, you know, through the dancers, because some of dancers, they're going, but they're coming back and uh and work in Mm -hmm. this area or work back in the school or helping me to do the rehearsal assistant and it's wonderful to see that i have one more question for you but before we go to that has anything else come to mind that you want to share or add to our conversation you know it is it is so wonderful how we are reconnecting and I don't know you in person but you know it's wonderful to see Mm -hmm. and how grateful you are seeing how this company touched you in a way now seeing it going in a in a different direction because all the time is post you know I talked all the time with her and she say you know Mm -hmm. it is wonderful to see how this going Pedro I was never in my mind going you know, this direction. But she's mm-hmm. very proud and very supportive. When I told her about the Nutcracker, you know, I was going to do the Nutcracker and with mask and stuff for that. And she said, Pedro, with mask? I say, yes, it's something different. It's 2020, you know? <laughs> Pedro's going to put some sparkles and do some makeup on it. I say, no, this is a statement uh, about mm-hmm. we able to work together carefully uh with the cdc guidelines of course you know we need to wear masks to protect each other to help each other to keep going in life you know with this epidemic and that's you know it's it is so wonderful going back to how we reconnecting with a lot of people in life and how Mm -hmm. this is developing you know a positive way you know all the time focus on the negative stuff you know Mm -hmm. you know in life you know, people die, you know, people get sick and we have these circumstances in life. And this year, you know, I can Mm -hmm. give you the list. (laughs) And uh, and personally, (laughs) I have one, you know, 
And um, and I don't mm-hmm. we don't have a closing yet because we're not able to get connected to have a closing with a with my mom dad, you know, and uh, because it's mm-hmm. overseas, you know. The beautiful outcome is what I'm I'm doing for the art, and the art is healing me too, and mm-hmm. helping all of us together to heal together to make this beautiful art form. What have been moments in dance that you look back on with joy and satisfaction? The wonderful experience I had um, starting in Richmond, uh, working with the uh, Miss Wheelchair uh, pageant, how to work with all these beautiful ladies uh, to use their port And that gave me a strong mm. love what I love to do about dance. Afterwards, working, I'm still working with the kids in school. That is a, one of my highlights. And the other mm-hmm. things, I don't know if you know, I'm a resident artist for Carilion Clinic. I work with uh, the art healing program of Dr. Kelly at the Carilion Clinic. I work with a psychiatric unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is such a wonderful, it's, it is, it's really touching because it's trying to help these people to overpass their addictions or things what happen in life with healing them with the beautiful art form of dance and the joy of dance. Thanks for listening to Pedro's story. Takeaways from Mr. Pedro. Are you building and maintaining bridges in your relationships? What is your mentality when working with others? Are you proud of who you are? And what does representing yourself and recognizing others with respect look like for you? Let me know how you responded to Pedro's experience via my website or social media. Be inspired, be brave, be on point.